This is WSN. Love it or leave it. The underdog's on top. And you can either agree or disagree with her. But either way, the tribe is all here. This is a tribe called Chess. You can call the show anytime at 855-77-WYLDE. That's 855-779-9533. And welcome to a tribe called Chess. And the tribe is definitely all here. I don't know if I am, because I've been up since 2 in the morning. But I got Frank the Tank, Frankie Diaz. Yo, yo, yo. And I have Julio July Diaz, my baby boy Scott, and my life for Jeff. And we have Ron here tonight, Ron Morris, old friend of mine. Good evening. Lo and behold, an old friend of Jeff's, too. And we're going to talk to him. Yes. Uh, We'll get into how we know each other and how you know Jeff. That's just so cool. So... Um, but yeah, we are off to Miami in the morning. Miami. I am so excited. I'm so excited, but I literally woke up at two today and I'm telling you it's hormones. I was talking to my girlfriend. She's like, oh yeah, it just gets worse. And I'm like, I need to sleep. I've like Saturday. I work Cagezilla plugging Cagezilla 75. That was absolutely, Uh absolutely amazing. Each and every fight was amazing. Scott, you did a great job, Jeff. It was awesome. Like I, I don't even know MMA that well. I know enough to be a little dangerous to carry on a conversation. And every fight was just absolutely engaging baller. I was into every single one. I heard it was insane. The reels are great. Yeah. I posted a lot, a lot. Jeff, any, any comments? I would agree, except for the one fight where the guy sort of turned his back and was waving his arms like his. Was that the like five it, second one? Is that the one? Yeah, they the, the six really second quick? TKO. Yeah, yeah. still that he, was a record. He wasn't hurt, but he just turned around. He wasn't intelligently defending himself. Yeah, he looked like a, a little sister being pestered by her big brother, going yeah. stop, stop. <laughs> and they called it six <clears throat> seconds. I, yep. Oh, he was not happy. I was. I had run over to talk to Jeff. He said that was his strategy. And we're like, that's a terrible strategy. Yeah. Well, it's hard for the ref, right, to make those yeah. judgment calls. So, and yeah, then he does have to. The ref doesn't decide who wins. The ref is there for fighter safety. safety. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm just saying. He, I, from what my angle, I was over by you, and it looked like he was just getting pummeled. <laughs> that's what it looked like. So that's just. My he own. was. Uh, it, it's called not intelligently defending yourself. There you go. When you have your back to people and you're just like kind of covered up and not fighting yeah. back, and yeah, it as like I say, rule number one. Yeah. In- all boxing is protect yourself yeah, at all times. At all yeah. times. You got to be smart about being stupid, even in MMA. Yeah. <laughs> you can't use the armadillo uh, in MMA. Use that line. I think it's from uh, the other guys. One of my friends used to say, got to be smart about being stupid. Yeah. So that's what I keep in my head. Um, and we have TCB fights coming up November 11th. That is DMV's oldest and longest running, most successful Muay Thai kickboxing promotion. And there will be a kids showcase, youth showcase, excuse me, at 4 p.m., and then the main card at 7 p.m. So make sure you check that out and check the SalisburyCenter.com out because there's lots of events coming up. 80s night. I might pop into that one depending on if my Ooh, face is healed. <laughs> and I uh, got, I'm going to say it wrong, Jeff. Don't let me say what I said. San Serbian Orchestra. <laughs> you don't want to know what I called it. <laughs> the Sibian Orchestra? <laughs> no, Trans-Siberian. You've never heard of Siberia, Russia? I, or the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, for that matter. It's yeah. the Trans-Siberian Orchestra Tribute Band 1224. Okay, yeah, so that's coming up. And then, uh, the is it the Ampro? Am I saying that right? 
American Pro Powerlifting. Yep, yeah. there you go. I have friends it was that, huge last year. It was. I was here. That's when I first started my podcast. Yeah, they. Um, it's going to be bigger this year. There's two two days last year, three days this year. They set a bunch of world records, not just like class records or association records, but world, like Guinness Book yeah. of World Records. Oh, wow. Excellent. Um, That's crazy. They'll set some more this year probably, and uh, I think ESPN's supposed to be here on Saturday. I'll pop yeah. in. Oh. Yeah, Scott, Scott knows a little bit more about it than I do. Yeah, I know that. So I have friends that are already texting me. They bought tickets, so I said I would pop by and mingle. When is this mm-hmm. again? Uh, the end of the month. We're, next that's weekend. Sunday. Yeah, next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That's wow. a, and that Sunday we have Sunday Love, but I'll pop in on uh, Sunday Love's an event, by the way, before that sounded weird. <laughs> Sounds like a group orgy to me. <laughs> so we're headed off to Miami tomorrow. We have a lot going on. We're going down to the Three Points Festival, which is an electronic festival. Jamie Jones, Martinez Brothers, uh, Green Velvet, John Summit. I mean, it's just Dom Dollar, Black Coffee. I'm just so excited. Starts at 3, last act goes on at 3 a.m. So we will be getting home at least 5, and maybe we'll just roll into space She's at 7. She's so excited. I don't she know. woke me up at 3 a.m. this morning. Well, I didn't know you'd be up. I was texting you plans. So anyway. Um, you're ready. And I am moving the show along only because we have notebook wagering coming on right after us. They switched a little bit around and delayed for us. So... Um, and then we went to Carl Cox, Carl Cox at Echo Stage. And big ups to the Echo Stage fans, uh, fam, Matt Cronin, uh, Ben, uh, Matt Slade, and obviously Pete, because I got to meet um, Carl Cox. Yeah, it it made my music life. He, If you don't know who Carl Cox is, he, to me, he's the maestro, the godfather of house music. He's so respected. And... Um, my friend Jason had the table next to the owner's table. Yep. We had the, I had got the table next to that. And what a table we had. What a group, right? Yeah, it yeah. was good. It was great. Best group ever, ever that I've had at a table collectively. No drama. Everybody dancing. Made new best friends. Nicole and Ricky are my new favorite humans. <laughs> and they were pretty nice. Big thanks to uh, Riza and Mikhaila for teaming up um, uh, with me. And, and we got that table. So that was great. And Jason made sure that I walked over there and Pete let us meet Carl. And I recorded you, took pictures of you meeting him. Yeah, and I then was I, in a photo too. And Polio's there floating <laughs> in the background. So I know to everybody else out there, I was, it might not be great, but I, I, I was fangirling big time. I mean, I, I think I was ready time. to Amazing. faint. Great yeah. set. Like, oh, he, despite his age and everything, he he's 63 it. years old, I believe. Mm-hmm. And when Dude, people. Those drums were insane. Mm-hmm. So it was a hybrid set. So you had uh, the regular DJing, but. It also synthesizers and drums and this and that. So it's just amazing. It was so loud, so good. And he's just such a professional. And yeah, I just, and when people say, how do you have energy, Jessica? Look at Carl Cox. It's a mindset. He's 61 years old, killing it, killing the game, still paving the way. So that was cool. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. You guys have fun? I did, yeah. We tried to put a dent on that tequila bottle you ordered. Jesus, that thing was huge. You got it. Table minimums eighteen hundred. You got to spend eighteen hundred. What do you want me to do? I'm going to spend it whether you have the tequila or not. <laughs> um, so that was fun. And then Ron, you're here tonight. You and I go way back. I'll let you tell that. But then we were walking in. You and Jeff, my lifer Jeff, the owner of one of the owners of Salisbury Studios, fueled by Monster Energy and the Salisbury Center. You and him go way back and tell us we do. that. We do. So I used to work at. Um O'Toole's in Centerville. And 
<laughs> we had a couple of me, my my friend Doug, he was the bartender there, and they Jeff had us come in. We were doing a a fashion show. Yeah. And first thing I, I you know, we don't know what the, you're doing when you do these things. So you go back and you see the clothes. You got trains real fast. And you, you just <laughs> oh watching. wait, wait, you were modeling? Yeah, we were For modeling. Oh, Jan- don't, January two thousand two. Like, don't let this fool you. I used to, <laughs> you know what I mean? I used to do a few things. So he's he's be all right. Yeah, yeah. I was, was wondering what Jeff was giving you that look. <laughs> <laughs> you should have saw it back then. Oh. Um, but no, uh, it was a good time. Um, you know, That's the nerve, awesome. the nerves kicks in when, once you, you know, it's all fun and dandy when you're in the back changing the clothes, but then once you walk out there and all them people are looking at yeah. you, you're like, Especially if it's yeah. underwear stuff. Right? Um, <laughs> yeah, that that was a lingerie fashion show. It was the lingerie. Yeah, yeah. I think I had angel wings or something. Um, yeah. Stop it! Yeah. Stop! I love it. Yeah, we did it with Dream Dresser Boutique. Um, oh, Dream Dresser. We brought in a couple of uh, female DJs from Amsterdam called it Netherlands. Uh, nice. Yes. Netherlands down under because we did it Australian. And Jeff, why why aren't we doing that right now? I feel like we can do that next now. year. Okay, babe. Yeah. Was Porno Dan there? <laughs> he was. Oh. Why didn't you ask me? I've been your friend. I don't get asked to do anything. In 2000, what were you doing in January of 2002? Still being me, whatever I want. Yeah. No, you aren't. I was probably married. Yes. Was I? Yes. Oh, no, I wasn't married. January 2002. 2004, I got married. Yes, but where were you? So I can still be in head a firmly plant, Head firmly planted up rear. Oh. Yes, that's where you were. <laughs> whatever, whatever. You were not going out and hanging out back yeah. then, at least not with, with us. I don't know what time we came home that next day. I still don't know oh, what yeah. time I come home. <laughs> it was one of those weekends. And after the show, <laughs> there's the after. Oh, wait, he's bad. He's naughty. We can't sing. This is back in 2002 when you were modeling and stuff? No, I wasn't a model. <laughs> I just was asked to do it was the one. Oh, you just asked to wear underwear. He was a, te- he was a temporary he was- model. <laughs> it was, you know. With angel wings. And then you and I met at A-Town. Yes, we God, did. God, I miss A-Town. I'll say it every time we bring it up. I miss oh, it. Sunday. Funny. Yeah. A-Town. Best vibes. It was. Oh, God, so I the used to host. Um, my mother has MS. So yep. I was trying to figure out how to do, so, you know, raise money for that. Um, so I did date auctions. Yep. Oh. And so, you know, I get all my Facebook men, women, and see who wanted yep. to do it. And that, to make it less awkward, the date would actually be a group date with all of us there so the ladies wouldn't feel like oh. they had to go with this dude by himself somewhere if oh. they actually won the, the date. And somehow That's by genius. the end of this, you forced me to be an auction girl. Yeah. <laughs> I was very upset because okay. I get very shy. I am very as out. I don't like know this, if that's actually true, shy. but so yes. my first one was at a, a little uh, 5127, used to be. Kelly uh, did it. Kelly. Didn't Kelly do that one? Kelly, long blonde hair, Kelly? She did that one. Yep. I think we raised maybe like $2,100. Halston was oh. it. And then I did, my second one was at A-Town. Yeah, and I raised big props almost, to the Corderas. Yeah, the Corderas almost almost twenty thousand yep. that day. So oh, I wow. had a, I had a list of girls who did it, but when and guys who did it. So after that, now everyone in the crowd is all liquored uh, up, yep. and they're just talking, I'll do it. We have, now we have random people. Yeah. No, I went down with Scylla because I was scared yeah, because Scylla she wanted to together. do it, <laughs> yeah. and so I was like, I think she wrangled me in. I think we introduced y'all spaghetti and meatball. Meatball, because she calls me her little spicy meatball. <laughs> so there was a chance that you might have been a little. Drunk. I mean, because she really didn't. Uh, oh, by that, by the she time she really didn't drink yeah. much back then. We, that was a long night too. That that was the <laughs> night uh, Tyra named me Little Chihuahua. 
<laughs> but the Tyra was all about it. Hold yeah. on. We threw hands, not me and Tyra. Yeah. <laughs> we won't talk about that. That's yeah. yeah. And my mom my mom didn't go to any of these. She went to the, this is the only one she went to. Yeah. And I she doesn't remember mom. anything about that except for Jess. Like yeah. Oh really? She, Jess and my mom were connected that night. They so were Jessica really, traumatized your mom okay. <laughs> <laughs> she just she she doesn't remember a lot of things, but whatever Jess did that night, she remembered her. She so I sent her a picture today. I told her I was going yeah, on the show. Yeah, I meant she to throw it up, but I'll throw it up actually yeah. on my Facebook page because we just bonded. Look, like one side of me is this way. We talked about this a little bit last week, but I really love people and I genuinely care about yeah. people. And I think, you know, especially when somebody has something like MS, I mean, we all should be talking regardless, right? But it's important. Talk to them. Like, I want to know about you. I want to know how you're feeling. We don't even have to talk about MS. But I, I think it's really important because sometimes when I think people know people are sick per se, and I wouldn't call it sick, but you know what I mean? They get treated different or not talked to as much because they're in this category over here is sick. <clears throat> and I try to do the opposite. Hey, you're living. And she was awesome. She's yeah. a beautiful woman. Yeah, she had a really good time. Yeah. And then you have a business you wanted to shout out, so I want to give you the opportunity. Oh, um, so I have a business called uh, Organized Chaos Detail, OCD. Um, Is this for cars? No. Well, oh. we are a convenience-based company, so pretty much we do anything in the long list of lawn care, we'll wash your car, we'll go grocery shopping for you. Uh, Sounds like I We mount help. TVs. Um, oh, that's actually real. I have. Hold I, up. I want all the info because I... I can tell you, you know, being on my own as a woman, mm -hmm. a lot of times, it might like he lives in Gaithersburg, Holyo Gaithersburg, and not that these guys wouldn't. Sometimes you're just not sure who to call or people have lives, yeah. you know, and like I can't mount a TV or dumb stuff. Like I'm like, I know I need a level for the, like it sounds there's stupid. A, there's a bigger chance of you coming to help me than me helping you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know Frankie's like, I'm bringing dirty clothes. I was like, oh, I'll do your laundry for you. Don't worry. I like doing laundry. It's one of my favorite Don't things. Yeah. So organize, does it have a website? We do have, well, I took the website down. It wasn't really getting traction more. You know, people like visual. Yeah. So oh. I bought a generic website where it just has letters and my phone number. So I kind of like oh, yeah. stopped yeah. that. And then, you know, I, my Instagram and then okay. my fa the Facebook what it, page. What is the uh, Instagram for the business? It's OCDLLC. OCDLLC. So yeah. anybody looking to get some chaos organized in their life. Yes. Um, I'm going to speak from a single lady perspective. I think that's great. Even though I'm a um, mess, don't worry about that part. A busy, <laughs> a busy single lady. Um, but, you know, all those things, like I order my, I do things. So all those things would be helpful. Like when I hear something like mounting a TV or this or that, that's helpful. So we'll definitely post that. Um, just remember to send it all to me via text because I think that's gotcha. great information. And thanks for coming on. And we're going to get into it. I appreciate it. It's we're going to get it's into it. It's physical stuff, not emotional mess, Jess. He knows no, I'm going to We do both. We do, we do hugs. Rod, Rod's known me. He's seen me <laughs> mental. He's like, they've known me for so long back in the day when I'd be like, oh, my God. Yeah. Right in the middle of a club. Tragic. As long as you're wearing a black shirt, you know, so she doesn't <laughs> get the makeup on there and give her a bear hug. No, I, I was telling Rod, I was like, it's so funny as you get older, but especially just being out there and becoming so <clears> indifferent. Yeah. Especially about emotional things. Like, And I don't like that. That scares me a bit. We were having a chat. And I think it's just because, you know, especially in the dating scene, but I, it makes me sad because if somebody does something not disrespectful, but like just, you know, whatever flaky, it used to be, I would care. <laughs> and mm. now it's not that I don't care. It's be, become indifferent. And that scares me a little bit. 
Yeah. I think it's showing the care. At You know, I was always like, you know, you react to it. Yeah. And that's yeah. what people want that reaction. So once, that's what I learned with it's. Stop reacting to it. Yeah, I think controlled emotion, but even inside, I it just it, it frightens me a little. I'm like, Jessica, don't become indifferent because then I'm going to be indifferent to the wrong person who is treating who is, you with respect or not being flaky. Isn't there like whatever. a saying that says, like, hate me or love me? <laughs> don't be, but don't be indifferent because, you know, if you show no emotion, that means you, t- I, think you no, I think it's apathy. I think it's apathy. Like, I, apathy is, to me, the worst thing you could ever be as a human, but... That's that, we'll get into that later. Let's move on because let's go into wacky sports debauchery, and then I have a follow up. I'm trying to move it along because I know we have uh, thirty. Points. Can I go first? Can I go first? Go ahead, Frankie. Okay, so mine is you're gonna love this one. Always listen, guys. Always listen to your woman because the Dallas Cowboys field goal kicker. Yeah, he three years ago he was uh, sitting on his couch with his girl. The field goal kicker missed the field goal right, and his woman was like. Man, you could do that. You could, you know, go ahead and do that. So for three years, he got off his couch, started practicing. He did the the Canada League. I think it was Canada League or U.S. League. Oh, uh, the XFL. Yeah, not the USFL. Something USFL, like that. USFL. Yeah. And uh, so then now he's with the Cowboys. He's the kicker. Yeah, he's the kicker. It took you. For, awesome. it took he's fourteen you? out of fourteen so far. It hmm. took you something with the shitty cowgirls to realize you need to listen to women. <laughs> I didn't say wow. I See, just lost you try life. to compliment the women and you get attacked. I love you, Frankie. <laughs> you know, that, that was, come on, you know that was my dig on Dallas that I'm going to get a lot of shit for. That was my dig on Dallas. No, that's an awesome. Better if it was a commander story, bro. That's a pre- no. That's a pretty awesome story. That's oh, yeah. cool. You commander fan? He is. I just support his. We are. What are you? He's a Cowboys fan. No. Oh, I'll just you. Are brothers. you Cowboys? No, I'm a Colts fan. Oh, oh, I like the Colts. We're terrible. No, he's Ravens over there. Oh, they just, yeah, yeah. But what's the coach that's a commentator that uh, what's his name one with Tony Dungy? Yeah, I love Dungy. Yeah, and what a story about his son. I wish he like, come back. Oh God, he's amazing. Yeah, what a coach. What a story though when his son passed. Oh, oh yeah, devastated, devastated. Anyway, uh, moving on. Julio, what do you got for me? I got like five. I'm gonna be honest with you. Nice. <laughs> All right, but well, we gotta narrow it down to like the best one. All right, so the best one is the one I sent Scott. That's not here. Okay, so, so we'll chill. On. I'll go to mine. I'll go to mine. So first of all, I didn't. I've been staying away from my Travis stuff because we talk about it. <laughs> but, but let's give big. Are you no, gonna give big ups? No, no, no. Mine's different. Go I'm gonna it. give up big ups to my man Travis because they had kind of launched their relationship. Oh no, they went in hard launch this weekend. Two outings in New York City, all loved up. He even nicely tells the bodyguard, "I got it." Opens her door. Just a gentleman. So he's on the New Heights podcast today. And he's, and you know, Jason's razzing him a bit because it got so, every other TikTok is about it. Mm-hmm. Pictures of the dates and, and it's just, they're all huggy. Oh, it's so cute. I love it. Yeah. I, I mean, if said, it couldn't be me. I know you me, sent me all the pictures. If it couldn't be me, <laughs> Travis, I'm glad you got Trey Tay. Trey Tay. Um, oh, that's right. But, you know, just, uh, he said, you know, when I'm on a date, Jason was razzing him. He goes, I'm. I'm the man. I'm protective. And I was like, a men, a motherfucking men, excuse my language. That, But here's the thing. Everybody's like, he set the bar so high. And I'm sitting there, set the bar high. That's how it should be. You're setting your bar low. I love, look, I am hyper independent. I love chivalry. I I love it. I, I think women are insecure about their independence if they don't love chivalry. So I, I go both ways on this. I do. 
What do you mean? Both ways, like girl and guy. <laughs> always, always. Nice. Always apply. <laughs> God. Just want to clarify it for our audience and it, our guests. It, it is surprising, though, you know, being going on dates and then doing little things that you've been taught to do. Like, yep. you know, when you're walking on the street and, like, I was walking on the street on yeah, the I just got out and I like moved to the yep. inside conversation. And then she like stopped and looked at me like That is extremely that is never But me, that? I wasn't thinking about doing it. I just know that we're supposed to be close to the road, you know, yep. things like that. And then, you know, it's just How you're it's, you're it's just a, never, uh you're you're Gen X. Gen X. Oh, they're gonna be like Sagittarius or whatever. Oh, Libra. He's a Libra. I go, well, at least you're in October. All my ex minus my ex husband. All Libra, Libra, all Libra. I'm like, oh. no more Libras. <laughs> but you're an October Libra, saving grace. Better Touch. than September Libras. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Ron, we've known each other way too long. Come on now. Scott, get back here. They're taking your woman. <laughs> then, then I, so a quick trivia. Who was Taylor Swift's first A-list boyfriend? Oh, uh, John Mayer. John Mayer. No, it was before him, I think. Joe Jonas? Yep. Oh. Joe Jonas. And how did he break up with her? Via On text. Oh. A quick text. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know. It would, that's <laughs> why. <laughs> the fellas coming through with the, that's their why knowledge. She, that's why she called him out. Uh, she called him out. Uh, uh, I think it was one of the shows. And she goes, I guess that was a little unnecessary. Like, she was young. Oh, she was 18. Right. That, she is, was, that is a bad way to go. Out. She's 30, 33 mm-hmm. now. And she was 18 back then. I mean, the th- shit I did. I don't know. Well, unless, unless he's in another country in season one, he's like, oh, I got to get rid of him. No, I'm, you I'm, just, sure, I'm sure when the phone was invented, hey, and the person no. who broke up with someone over Wait. the phone was like, oh, can you believe he didn't do it in person? He did it over <laughs> but the hold phone. On. But hold on, Frankie, in all fairness, the 40-year-olds nowadays aren't much better either <laughs> on either side. So, like, ghosted. I'm like. Not even breaking up. Ghosted. It doesn't matter the age. Everybody's just Dick, man and woman. <laughs> I'm not man hating. I'm man and woman. Everybody. So big shout out to one of my friends who gave me huge props on the show today and sent me this whole thing on dating. So um, about how it's a hot mess. So while we're away, I'm bringing my notebook and going to write the show Monday to sober up. <laughs> so it should be really good. God, I can't wait for Miami. All right. Do you want to tell yours? I'm going to use the other one instead. All right. Um, that one I'm just going to throw up on, on social. It's All right. about that's best. You instinct lovers out there. Oh, yeah, this was awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was great. It was great. Yeah, but uh, the one I'm going to talk about is Zach Wilson again, just oh. simply because. Put it, put, frame it up. I, I mean, he's not up there. Scott's not here. Zach Wilson likes older women. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he is the quarterback for the Jets. Yes. yes. Am I correct? God, I'm good. God. Yeah. And so Zach Wilson has played against both Kelsey brothers. He was. Yeah. This, I mean, like. Really, really close to yeah. beating the Chiefs. Should have beat the Chiefs. Mama Kelsey was there. <laughs> that, you know, got him started. And then is it coincidence that Mama Kelsey was there again when he beat the Eagles? Yeah, I, I mean, there he you inspired. go. She inspires him. There you yeah. go. He was like, my woman's, like, my Maybe girl's Maybe it's here. happening. Like, Boom, I saw this song. <laughs> Props like, to us older women that like other, older, or older guys. I can't even get it out. <laughs> he like, younger he guys. the Kelsey brothers and be like, who's your daddy? <laughs> <laughs> Who said, who yes. was in our group chat today and said something? I'm like, well, if they're my age, and I accidentally wrote 43, and you got all upset. I know. I said, she's like, anything I, I can't older stand creeps older, me yeah, out. It's like older creepy guys and past 43. I'm like, oh, geez, <laughs> thanks, Jessica. It wasn't. It was. <laughs> okay, Scott's back, and he's doing oh, my initial gonna... story. 
and it's uh, about a famous person, Lance Bass from NSYNC, who have gone back together, thank God. Um, and he was at a football game, and the uh, you know they they put the camera on him, and he jokingly had this sign of saying, "Not Taylor Swift." Not Taylor Swift. <laughs> Lance, let me tell you something. First of all, of all the NSYNCers, Lance has aged the best. He looks the same. He looks amazing. Yeah, he does. He dresses so nice, in shape, like balling out. I'm like, uh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> and he's funny. His TikToks are hysterical. He does them all the time. So I like his youthful attitude. And I like that he has fun with stuff. And he, he looks amazing. Yeah, that's Shrock. because he doesn't deal with a woman. He's gay. Mm. That's why he looks fresh. Is he gay? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I didn't know that. Everybody else is married and stuff, so they're all like just <laughs> all that wear and tear. Yeah. Aw, I love Lance. <laughs> I love him so much. Yeah, he's done so much. Like he had a space camp program at one point. <clears throat> is he not married to, to his gentleman? I don't know if he's married. Oh, all right, all right. What? No, Lance Bezley. He's done so much over his like his time away uh, from he's music. He's just awesome. He's just awesome human. All good vibes, yeah. but just looks yeah. awesome. Yeah, he looks really good. His um, okay. Because I know we have Frankie's favorite subject he's been driving me to do. So I'm going to get through this quick. Talking about toast today? But (laughs) when the girls were on, um, (laughs) we're talking about toast today. Frankie, hold on. Everybody out there, I am making sure Frankie gets drunk and is going to poolside suck a foot so I can film it for the gram. (laughs) I'm going to do it drunk. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just lie and say you were. I'll be like, Frankie, act drunk. Take a shot of water. (laughs) Him and these feet. Uh, that's all I'm going to hear about is foots. And from our other friend, oh, yo, girl, look at that girl. Oh, my God, they're so me. Oh, my God. Well, I told him I do thing. Now I get some tequila and I pour it on the feet and mm. I drink the tequila from your feet. Mm. Girls love it and I love it. Our one friend that's down there, we had to have a three-way chat because he already had a date. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, you just landed. What is happening? Anyway, that was funny. Um all right, so the girls were on, and, and they a Patterson that was on got a list of icks, and we couldn't get through them all. So I said, send me the whole list of these icks that girls emailed you in. And a couple I found funny. One I agreed with was, <laughs> now you're all going to be insulted if you don't have them. Guys that have don't have a headboard. <laughs> you don't, do you? <laughs> and hold on. So at your age, you absolutely should. So we're going to go headboard shopping. I'm going to be your wing woman. Why? Why do I need one? Because you, Jeff, do you have a headboard? Yes. <laughs> okay. Why? Because it makes my bed look nicer. There you go. And my bedroom look nicer. I think it. So I think someone in their twenties, understandable. They're getting, but like once you get in your mid thirties, forties, what Jeff's saying, like women, they think, okay, shit together, wants it to look nice, blah blah blah. So I do agree. I don't know if it give me the. I get it. Guys don't think like women in terms of decorating. High level speaking. Yeah. Um, then one was, hold on, they say espresso wrong. <laughs> oh yeah, espresso. Espresso. I don't. Espresso. I don't care. Espresso wrong. Espresso. Yeah. Espresso. Espresso. I don't think it matters, but like it is kind of funny when yeah. somebody. Can I have an espresso? <laughs> <laughs> Although I probably what done it. What zip code is that? <laughs> what zip code is that? It's New York, <laughs> Philly. A couple girls. Re- oh, ordering a steak, anything above medium. Oh man, I agree with that. That's attacking black people right there. And Latinos. So, and white trash. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. When I first started dating my son's mom, we would have dinners and they they make the pot roast. And then she would always make my part. Here's Ron's part. 
because it was darker. Oh, okay. and I got tired. Of, <laughs> I got I tired. You, right, it was well more well done because so you know that's where it grew. don't eat red, don't eat red. But you know, you know, growing up and you know, finer tasting, you know, oh, you know what? No, I'm going to have the outside this time. He doesn't like raw meat. And I'm I telling you guys, and it was never turned back from there. No. Yeah, that's so, white trash also. White trash. Yeah, dude, I grew. I didn't know that steak wasn't gray <laughs> until I was like. <laughs> 15, 16. Because my, my family's from West Virginia. I love you. And my mom would cook it, and it was like cutting up dust would be flying because it was so overcooked. And I went to my friend's house, and I, it was like kind of pink. I was like, oh, no, I'm going to get sick. They're like, no, no. I ate it. I was like, this is what it's supposed to taste like? Still to this day, my mom cooks everything until it's dust. Yep. Mm. It's it dust will be flying. Yeah. It, it was like... Dude, it was like I was doing construction with there's so much dust flying from those steaks. It was terrible. I'm going to be in a restaurant being like, they're dust flying out of your steak. I want my yeah. dusty. You, you can tell if a white person's from the country if they're eating it like really, really well done. Oh, I'll tell you what happened with me when I was little. My mom was like, like I need you to wash the meat, right? Mm. So, you know, so I thought it was the same thing. I thought there wasn't supposed to be, I thought there was supposed to be no blood. Bro, I kept washing it and washing it and washing it. And that thing would never stop bleeding. I kept washing it. I what? washed it so much, there was like no flavor. No matter what my mom put in that thing, there was no flavor. That thing was like gray looking before it was even cooked. <laughs> I'll oh give everybody God. a hint out there. If your steak is gray, it's not going to be good. Well, isn't, isn't the red, and when you get steaks in the store, the reds die anyway, right? So isn't it different color? True, true. It does adjust. You're saying in isn't the cold. It, yeah. yeah. The you steak will change color. I mean, we like the red steaks in I the store. It. They look better than This dust, was the best off steaks. conversation ever. <laughs> my vein popped out of my head. I was laughing so hard. I hate it. I'm like, Dr. Arzan, can you fix that when you're fixing the rest of my face? Shout out to Ar Dr. Arzan, November 6th. If you need anything to find the fountain of youth, go to Dr. Arzanon. Um, okay, I so got to stop. What were we stop. talking about? The, uh, <laughs> the one other thing dust. that I absolutely, <laughs> absolutely agree with is... Well, first of all, if any guy says, do you have Snapchat? I'll give you my snap. Oh, no. No. Oh, Snapchat. hell no. Insta, I get it because more people <laughs> communicate. But all in all, text, WhatsApp. You know what I mean? It, once you know. Well, that was going to be one of my questions to the ladies. Like, I how do, do what do you ask for when you meet somebody? Like, I would always ask for a number, number? but always say your... some. Like, I sometimes prefer Insta chats just because they go, like, WhatsApp, Insta. They're easier, but I chat you on everything. Man, I remember the first time I was single, and I was like, I asked a girl for her number. She started laughing. She goes, I'll give you my Facebook. I was like, I don't have Facebook. She's like, what, are you just recently divorced? I was like, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. I, don't, I never got that, oh, here's my snapper. Here's my, and I mean, you don't want to give me your phone number, then I guess we're, we're good. Frankie, Here I want go. to get to your, so let's see your questions really quick. That real quick around the room, does anything give you guys the ick about girls? Just do boom, 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 boom. If they don't take care of their feet. We know that. Ron? <laughs> <laughs> we know. I mean, this is... I, I had to go get an extra spa pedicure because I know I'll be walking with Frankie and be like, that's disgusting. That's just gross. No wonder you don't have a man. <laughs> I don't know have any... I mean, not really. More attitudes you yeah. know like things like that mine's and ghosting, you know yeah. just being just you know saying you're honest and you're about this life and then not not just saying i, I don't really I, I think just just respect like inconsistency right. respect um you julio i'll say i can't really think of anything at the moment 
Like now, they, I know like, y'all. Oh, if they if they push a pull door. Oh, the girl that said the girl that said uh, the ick was push a pull door. She, I did get the follow up. She said if he played it off and was funny and had a sense of humor about it, yes, yeah, she would go out with him again. But if she didn't do like if he was just like. Like, she wouldn't go out with him. It like gave he, her that much of the end. He pushes end. through and goes through the window. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair. Pity day. Okay, so let's get on to Ash Jess, because we have 25 minutes, and Frankie, you have wanted to do this next subject for so long, so I want to make sure. But hold, hold on. Yeah. None of you guys said the bad breath isn't is in the ick? That was them. This I let the guys have an opportunity. I know, but if a girl's got bad breath, that doesn't... Turn you away. Yeah, so we give me the. I mean, but doesn't like comment stuff. I guess cigarettes. Cigarettes. Cigarettes, Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Like yellow teeth. Well, me, it's teeth, sneaker, like general stuff, but like. Greasy hair. Real icks that, like, are unfixable. Like. A shitty person. Yeah. (laughs) At this point, I, you know, know whatever. I'll take the shitty ones. Iron her clothes. Wrinkled clothes. Yeah. I don't even. Yeah. I, I ironed in front of my son once he was dad. No one clothes anymore. <laughs> my grandma was an expert um, ironer, and yeah. yeah, it's not my thing. I, used to iron my jeans. I get my I used stuff. To iron everything. Me too. Everything. All right, Frankie, ask <clears throat> Jess. Let's go. All right, so my question is this: Out of all the decades that you lived, which one has been your favorite? And I'm not talking about like 70s, 80s, 90s. I'm talking about like from when you were born to you were nine, from 10 to 19 to 20 to 29. I'm gonna stop because it's too long to continue. Uh, <laughs> I would say 10 to 20. I loved, first of all, I love the 80s um, in terms of music, fashion. So it's when I got in fashion, 80s uh, <clears throat> brought out a whole new thing of fashion. The music, I mean, I love, I, I love music, period. Um, I love that so much 80s is being brought back into the pop world, the electronic world. Like, just oh, it's yeah. coming back with such a force. And then the early 90s, I mean, I just, I, it's, I, every minute of my life, even the shit that sucked, has been so fucking cool, which is why we called this a tribe called Jess, right? Because yeah, I went. Yeah. So I, if I culturally speaking, eighties music, it, the feeling of of kind of getting from that because I went from ten to twenty in that you know just boom, 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 and so many things good and bad happening. Um, Your teenage years were the best, and ever. no, I, I think my thirties were absolutely. What I'm saying, what best. decade of that you lived? Not eighties, nineties. I'm talking about decades. Do you want to talk lived. about our subject? Yeah, but oh, um. So what you're 28 to 36. I think I had a really good time, but then there was a little spot in between there that wasn't fun. I, I, I can't, I don't think I can answer it. I think I had so much fun and there were little dips. Um, 28. I love 36. I had a blast 36 to 40. I had so much fun, <laughs> too much fun. Um, and then I was, you know, a totally different kind of fun from 40 to 47 and 47 to 48 wasn't that fun <laughs> yeah i mean you have your and now 48 you going on yeah. 49 yeah so <clears throat> julio uh zero to nine no i meant oh your, your question, question. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i'm rushing along but i don't want to cut into other people's time so just this is because of an experience i had with a friend why don't men listen and this is because you know my friend you know Mustered up some courage, asked for this girl's number. She said, I can only do happy hour this day. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I hit him up again. Like, yo, how, what's uh, what's going on? I was like, you set up a date. And he's like, oh, yeah, I need to do, uh, I asked her for, like, a completely different day that she couldn't do. Yeah. And, like, after 7 o'clock. 
Yeah. When she already told her, I can only do this day, <laughs> happy hour. So funny. This is actually funny. So my coach at the gym, we're, I, I think over the years we've become <clears throat> great friends. He goes, we're sitting and he's setting up class and we do, I told you like the CrossFit style class and he's setting up class. And then all of a sudden he goes, oh shit. I just remembered a week ago, something my wife told me that what we're doing for Thanksgiving, my in-laws are coming. I was like, that just dawned on you from a week ago. Oh, wow. He's yeah. The conversation just registered, and I just died laughing. I'm like, this is so not criticizing males. Males, women are very um, hyper intuitive. Like, babe, we have plans, and this is what's going on. And we're, I mean, even planning Miami with all you kids. I'm like, okay, guys, and here's the five places I think we should go to dinner in this pool party. And should we get space tickets for this? Blah, 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 blah. Here's the website. Every link. Register for this. So I have a question then. So is it that we don't listen? Or is it that we get bombarded so much information from our woman? Okay, I'm going to mm. back you the yes. fuck up. Because, oh. Frankie, here's hey, Frankie. don't take it personally. It's just a question. Uh, Whoa, uh, calm down over there. No, no. We're running out of time. We don't have time for this discussion. Bullshit. <laughs> Quick answer. We don't have time. Uh, Frankie, can you uh, go on to space? I don't do that, Jessica. Frankie, I need, <laughs> here's the link to your flight. Um, you need to book your flight. Oh, here's my ID. Can you take care of that? Frankie, I'm going to check in. Oh, you're going to check in for me too, right? Uh, can, sh do you want me to keep going? <laughs> oh, Frankie, uh, Sunday Love's coming. Oh, yeah, Julio, buy the tickets. Mm. It's you, like, I can keep going. What I does that have to do with listening? <laughs> you're saying we don't want too much information, but you can't do anything for yourself. Wait a second, Justin. Did you just say something? <laughs> Frankie's brain. Toes. Toes. Oh, he like, Who can I get to do it for me? <laughs> I don't even, I don't know. I think women and men, w women are very uh, detail-oriented in a certain way. Yeah. And I think men are detail-oriented in a different way. And a lot of times I get when we're talking women, we have so one little story you can hear on the podcast. Yeah, you get answered a yes or no question. And you Did get you just a look at your watch? Back story, <laughs> no, I just vibrated. I'm going to beat you. <laughs> no, I'm saying uh, you ask a woman a question. No, yeah, and you get and it's yes or no, and it's like they explain to you how they were feeling and then what happened to lead to this. Yeah. And then I was like, so what was it, yes or no? I've, I've which, <laughs> which is a good segue into uh, our main topic tonight. Oh, this is a good one. Because when women don't feel appreciated, heard, or seen, what did we talk about a few weeks ago that you couldn't wait to talk about? I don't know. I wasn't listening. Obviously, <laughs> you only texted me a million times. Do people fall out of love with someone for the same reason they fall in love? And at the time I read, and I just got a, a Taylor Myers, I think it was 2018. This actually went viral on Tumblr. I reread it today. Mm. She wrote a poem about this and it went crazy. And it, the way it started kind of out is how does something you find so beautiful, someone finds so beautiful about you becomes so ugly about you oh, yeah, to them and i so i did the research then we never got into it but i'm so glad because i sat all week off and on when i had time which yeah. was very little and kept re reading and reading and found some really interesting stuff but i'm gonna let you take the segue because i know you have so much to say and then i'm probably gonna obliterate everything you think and i if, <clears throat> wow. not in a bad way not in a bad way meaning like i was kind of like oh and then other stuff was common sense. So go ahead. I mean, I think it's, it's a, like different types of factors, right? Yeah. One of them, I think, has to do with people become a little bit possessive. You know, okay. so you kind of want whatever attracted you to them, right? Like, for example, let's say 
you guys are very outgoing, right? So, oh, I like how you're outgoing. You know everybody. So you were part of that when they met you, so you're excited. But then when you see that person being that same with everybody else, you're kind of like, hmm, you're not liking it anymore because you're a little bit more jealous. You liked it when it was about you. You felt you, special. Yeah. So then you kind of start not, you know, hating that person for that. I think that's one aspect. So I don't know how you want to label it. I Jealousy, think, possessiveness. Well, I, okay. Real quick. We, you always <clears> have to kind of high level say there are people in life that will never outgrow their, I don't want to say bad habits. What are they? Uh, their own emotional toxicities, right? We all have them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, if I'm a jealous person, there's probably a little part of me that'll always be jealous. But if I work on healing that and communicating with my partner, right? So I just want to high level it. I, I don't think, I, so I, let's just go with this. So one thing she said was spontaneity becomes recklessness. You still love their spontaneity. <laughs> and now you think they're reckless. Right. Um, their one track mind used to find funny. Now you think you're so immature. Um, then um, they're, like adorable stubbornness, like you're like oh, so stubborn. Like we all do this, right? Traits that can be extremely annoying, we find very attractive when we're in that state of mind, especially the initial stages. And then all of a sudden, you you call that stubbornness unwillingness to compromise, right? Hard headed, hard headed, but unwilling to compromise in a relationship. But is that because you've outgrown you because you've no. grown and then? Well, I'm gonna I, you. I want you to kind of finish what you want to say, and then I'll. I'll open what I found out, and then we can talk about it. I'm saying you're giving examples of, of you know. I'm, I'm feeding off what you're saying. You're yeah. correct. The things that people love so much, but you're relating that back to possessive, right? No, yeah. I, mean, I don't know what how to describe it. What's the so reason think, behind it? I think one thing I learned from reading over this research, and, and guys, please interject. Uh, one thing is it was over and over again by psychologists, relationship specialists is the reason you fall out of love is because you're human. Everybody does. Even the people that stay together. Okay. And you have to, like we talked about with sex last week, relationships. And like I talked about with, we will bow down to the almighty dollar, but will not take care of the one most important decision we will make. And that is the partner we spend our life with. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so when we're not protecting that, we're going to fall out of love. It's a very normal thing because people associate love um, as a noun as, and then as this feeling we feel, right? Oh, I love him so much. Hold on. Let me finish. But ultimately, love is a choice. And I'll wrap this whole segment up with a quote. Not yet. But I think what you're saying, Frankie, and I, I did take good notes, but it's natural when you're with somebody. You're, you're with them all the time. You're going to fall in and out of that lovey-dovey feeling the honeymoon phase is over then it's like you know what's next and there's going to be times that hold on and it's your job in a relationship to reconnect and and whether that be in sex whether that be dating each other whether that's allowing space for expression and feelings but people make fun of that or they don't make time for that because they're too busy they're binge watching tv and don't tell take me wrong guys i've been guilty of this too they're out with the boys they're out with the girls they're you know, work, 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 work with no relent. We all have to work. I get that. Right. But a lot of the, a lot of the reasons that play, I'm going to, now I'm going to circle back to your possession. Right. So I don't think it's actually people being possessive. I get what you're saying. Right. And there are people again, that will always be like that. And you got to decide if you can deal with that shit. Right. 
but people, women especially, I think this comes, but I think it's everybody. It's they don't feel appreciated. That's a big one. So when we're not consciously appreciating or showing gratitude to our partner, as we should both ways, this isn't a one-way street, um, when there becomes resentment. And I think this all goes back to creating resentment. And once you create resentment, toxicity forms. And if you don't address it, then this is exactly what happens. All those things you love become what irritates you and what you want to walk away from. Okay. Yeah. No, so I, I thought we were like, I thought it was going to be specifically like that one thing you fell in love with, but then it becomes annoying. But I see what you're saying. You're saying other factors affect how you feel towards the person. I think. Period. I think we, you know, one of the things I got to read this guys, couples must be vigilant to protect their feelings or the, uh, protect their relationship or the feelings will fade. And it is a conscious action. And, and every psychologist, even the girl who wrote that poem who was 22 years old, love is a choice. The only difference between the couples that split up and the couples that stayed together was the couples that stayed together made the choice to do so. Yeah. The couples that stayed together did the work. The couples that stayed together said, let's sit down and get through this. This really sucks, but I, you're, we're worth each other. The other couples, especially in some of the, not surveys, what do you call that? Whatever that is. Polls? Polls? Polls or what? No, when they study couples. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Surveys sound good. Uh, <laughs> survey says? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> but uh, the other couples just said, oh, well, I was out of love, so I left. Mm. The B, I think we, we've, we romanticize love. We think that love is. An emotion? Is that what? Love oh. is an emotion, but I think we think love is a noun. It's just there. Yeah, I mean, that's not how love works. Love's a love church. Is a verb, right? It's action. Yeah, action. Yeah. Um, and and it's not just the feeling. It's, it's more than that. It's got to be. Yeah. It's also, and and they also talked about making individual conscious efforts with your partner. Sorry, I have to read my notes because these were detailed things. One was um, managing toxic thoughts about your partner. Yes. And I thought this was really, really interesting because I know I've done this. And I'm like, damn, because just like we, we, we tell people, love yourself, your thoughts are what you are. Mm. It's hundred percent true. If I don't feel worthy of love, I'm going to let a friend, a guy do whatever. I'm not going to set boundaries. I'm just going to be like, okay, and go with whatever. Okay. <laughs> like, you right. know what I mean? Yeah. So the same, I think goes for our partners. So they said, um, thinking, God, he should know that. Well, maybe he does and maybe he doesn't, but we need to redirect that thought and maybe have that conversation. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't. And how do you know? Um, catastrophic conclusions. Uh, this was interesting. Oh my God. She wrote a, she wrote a bounce or bounce their check. We're definitely going to the poor house now. Like making her the thought she wrote a, she wrote a bad check back in yeah. the day. It was very common. We didn't have right. all this stuff at our hands. You balance the checkbook wrong way back. You know, and, and you could bounce a check. Kids nowadays are going, what? What does that even mean? <laughs> right. I was like, you can't get mad at his wife for bouncing a check if he's the one putting the money in it. <laughs> like, where, yeah. where's the money? Bro? Yeah. <laughs> and another one is, oh, they think they know it all or, you know, or they don't know anything at all. They think they're always right. And sometimes that's true. And sometimes they just want you to hear them. And if you just sit and have a conversation, you'll find out 
that they really don't think they're right. They're just trying to get you to have a conversation. And some people just do think they're right. I mean, I get like that sometimes. (laughs) But I usually am. They had uh, (laughs) that video where, uh, what's a party where you pop the balloon to see if it's pink or blue? Gender reveal. The gender reveal, reveal, yeah. And he, he faked it and let it go. Well, yeah, his wife was like, he's so dumb, he's so dumb. Oh, yeah. This is what I mean. <laughs> this is what you I mean. Stupid you are. So yeah. he knows that she talks like this about him to her friends when he's not around. Now it's on video. But then it's hurtful. Up, and it was being, a joke, It was though. a joke because he, yeah. he had the real balloon, and then, you know, he really didn't let the... Yeah. Let, but her thought immediately, <laughs> he's so ass. dumb. This is what I mean. Like, I was like, I forgot it was a gender reveal. I was like, why would you be with this guy if he's so dumb and... It just—I mean, just felt bad for the guy. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think you see her face; and she's just like shocked, like, "I oh, can't believe I let all that out." Yeah, I mean, just being in that situation, if, I, if I was out, I'm like, "Damn, girl!" Like, I think we probably have a baby, and <laughs> I think you hate okay, me. So she, so she loved it for being stupid at first. Now she he thought she thought it was so adorable how dumb this guy is. Yeah, but now they're well, together. I'm gonna give her a little. I'm gonna give her a little free. First of all. I don't care who you are. We're all human. I'll be like, shut the fuck up. Like we all have our moments. <laughs> yeah. Right. And to think that we're not yeah. is stupid. It's consciously, uh, you know, uh, be this lady is pregnant and her gender reveal that meant everything to her. Cause women were yeah. like, Oh my God, our gender reveal. I think that I won't even go to them. Um, I won't go to baby showers either. Please don't ask me to your baby shower. I will send gifts. I hate them. <laughs> I, I hate, I hate them. Um, I'll do it for family and extremely close friends. You don't like drinking out the bottle with the nipples? No, I don't want to do any of the things. <laughs> I don't want to talk about babies and pregnancy. I'll be there for you. I will send gifts and I will be the fun aunt. And uh, that's, that's it. And I'll hold your baby. The cute ones. The cute <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, guys. Oh, That's God. That's Next funny. week, stop it. <laughs> Kids ruin everything for at least 10 years. I say it every show. I know I'm right. <laughs> but, um, but I mean, in her defense, I'll give her a little reprieve. Because can you imagine, like, pregnant? Your yeah, hormones yeah, yeah. are all, until you're pregnant. and feel. I feel the hormones of 48 going into 49, and I want to crawl out of my skin. Pregnancy just, it, it looks awful. And yeah, then. Yeah, That's it does not point. look like a heyday at month nine. I'm like, people are like, oh, you're glowing. I'm like, no, no. have this baby. You're not glowing anymore. You yeah. surpass glowing. Yeah. <laughs> it's time. Um, the other thing with incompatibility, uh, and they're like, that doesn't mean you split up. Sometimes what complement each other is the opposites attract. It works. So instead of giving up, you knew what you were when you went into it, right? right. Again, when we approach things, approach it with purpose, not pleasure. I think I'll go back to that. And once you're in it, make conscious efforts. But if you find that things are incompatible, I think it's also, they said, finding new ways to connect, finding things you like together. Maybe you don't like that, but you get involved with this activity and this, that, and the other. So, you know, I think when it's toxic and bad, I'm talking violence and verbal abuse and, you know, there are things that just get I mean, to Yeah, those end. are extremes that, yeah, like, oh, yeah. I mean, get out of that situation. I do think... We romanticize love. We don't want to put in the work, and we just walk away. And I mean, what do you I, think when people say like when they break up because it was becoming boring, or we were just like more friends than anything else? I, me personally, I think it's just a lack of effort of keeping the romance alive. A hundred right? again, going back Every to what they said, you're a human being. You're going to fall out of love. You're going to fall back in love. But it takes work to do that. You have to consciously, again, 
we have children and we rear <clears throat> them and we get them to, through school and the college and sports. We do all these things. Imagine if we put that effort into re- consciously, we're like, I got to get the kid to the bus. I got to pay this. I got to do that. And yes, it's a lot to think about. I'm not saying that, uh-huh. but I think just like anything else, once we learn to train our brain to consciously think like, like I can tell you from a year and a half ago, I'm so much more self-aware, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't now it's a habit of being self-aware. Like it yeah. was a lot of work at first to be self-aware. Now it just comes natural. And I think the same things happen in relationships. I think people romanticize love instead of understanding. And I think we're real quick to get in serious relationships without asking. I'll go back to it every time. Right. The right questions and walking away. That doesn't mean someone's a bad person. It just yeah. means you don't serve each other the right ways. And we're very quick to to want to boo up. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Not me. I was single last time for six years and I'm going on too. <laughs> I think sometimes we want to rise to like the great parts, right? And skip the work but isn't that the stuff we talk great. about i think they're the stuff all we talk great. about all the time though like for example like like being in shape like i want the abs but i don't want to put in the yeah. i think it's, I think it's, a, it's the times yeah. though now yeah. you you know back in the day you had to you know do all this math now you can get a phone that has a yep. camera and and phone oh. and, and computer and all this like instant gratification that you want i think mm. we take that into relationships like i want this now and then when it doesn't come then you're like oh okay well this sucks like, and and, and I'm going to wrap with something funny because our guys from Notebook Wagering and if are coming on next. And if you're into all things sports, sports, betting, and they're just funny. And they're my buddies. So um, make sure you tune in for them. They're awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, to wrap this conversation up, and I still think we can come back to this because I have so much more to say and we kind of had to rush through this one. Um, but talk about sex, 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 sex in your relationship. It will fix and save a lot of yes. things. Be having sex. Bang your committed partner. Bang your and often. don't forget to bang your bookie. And bang yes. your bookie. Um, so we'll end on some funny, I'd embarrassing moment. And we're going to get to you guys next time. But uh, we were going to end with all, well, we can try. All embarrassing moments. And mine was, I was opening Hooters of Manhattan in 1998. <laughs> and um, it was a three-level Hooters. It's the Hooters that's in the Big Daddy movie. And Derek Jeter was in eating. Um, and there's a ton to this story. But I was carrying a bunch of paper towels. So it's three steps, three steps. If you watch The Big Daddy, remember the movie with Adam Sandler, yeah, Big yeah. Daddy? So I'm walking up the first three steps, and he's literally right in front of me. I trip. Go, all Paper towels go everywhere. Oh, and shoot. It's, you can remember what goes through your mind in a split <laughs> second. And you're like... I'm like, this is bad. Derek Jeter is, I'm literally head at feet. <laughs> and I wake I look up, even though he plays baseball, guys, I know. I was like, fumble. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. And he was that was like, a good comeback. He was like, that was awesome. Ended up talking to him. Anyway, um, so do you have an embarrassing story? I, oof. Scotty, you haven't been on it all today. Your I'm most perfect. embarrassing story <laughs> i don't know i don't know i love that i got one i was planning on something bigger. all right tell me so and then we'll, we'll a few years go. ago me and sebastian were going to tampa and uh you know of course you know it's going out that night you know, having yeah. fun drinking, drinking with your friends and all that next morning go pick sebastian up head to the airport and i had some mcdonald's no 7-eleven wings for breakfast because oh, i was that drunk um and then, so I'm talking to this guy where we're sitting in our seats and like, I feel like, you know, I'm not feeling well. So I'm like talking to him like, <laughs> and then it's like, yeah, wait, stomach is like, mm. and I end up <laughs> before the plane takes off throwing oh, no. up. Oh no. And Sebastian's, he was a germ of super germaphobe with his age. 
hops over the seat. You're a great he's dad. gone. He's gone. <laughs> the lady next to the guy next to me, he's gone. His family's across the hall. So I'm sitting in this oh. row by myself in my shirt like this. Oh. And I'm not allowed to get up from my How seat. How long did you delay the flight? I, no, I can't get up yet because they won't let you out of your seat until you're at the peak. So oh, until we oh. got to that peak, oh. then they allowed me. And then I had to literally walk bent over like this in my in what? my shirt to the bathroom and change my clothes. <laughs> And when I got out there, Shame on the when I, on, my, on my way back, everyone was like, handing me aspirin. Aww, and you could clapping for me. Bad. Like, I was oh, like, oh. I sat back in my seat and I did not see Sebastian the entire flight. <laughs> I'm like, where's my son? They're like, he's good. He's in the back. And That's I, awesome. Comes, I finally, at the end of it, he comes up and he has all these snacks. And he has, I, was like, I was like, oh, dude. But yeah, well, wow. that's kids for you. Anyway, thank you, Ron, so <laughs> much for coming in. <laughs> puke everybody on the plane. Man. Hopefully I don't puke on the plane tomorrow. We're off to Miami. Go to bed. Miami. We, will not, we will not be here next week, but we will be here the following. And guys, thanks for tuning in. Please follow and subscribe wherever you get your socials. And take good care. Later. Later. Later.